0: Welcome to the Market Beautifully podcast, a show where I offer marketing advice for lady entrepreneurs who crave to crack the code when it comes to getting noticed or expanding their brand online. Let's jump in. Welcome to the first episode on the Market Beautifully podcast. I am so thankful that you're listening right now. Thanks for tuning in. I'm so glad that I get to even start this podcast because for so long, I would say, I mean, it's been around seven years that I've ran a blog. A podcast was never in my frame of mind. I mean, I I hadn't even considered it. But then I took a job seven months ago. I now work full time for an advertising agency as an ad strategist. When I took this job my drive to work now is an hour and 30 minutes <laughs> so i quickly learned what a podcast was and how i can utilize a podcast in my daily growth as a business owner it has been fantastic and i have learned so much from leaders in the industry of online businesses it's so fantastic and i thought well my audience is missing out. I'm sitting here blogging and I don't have a podcast. So I quickly came up with the idea of Market Beautifully, which is uh, three components. There's the academy, the podcast, and the community. So if you want to go join the Facebook community for Market Beautifully, all you have to do is go to community.marketbeautifully.com and it'll forward you on over to our Facebook group. Just press join. I would love to see you there. Um, the second component of Market Beautifully is this podcast that you are listening to right now, and this is going to be awesome. So excited you're listening. <laughs> um, I can't wait to dive into even more topics that uh, business owners like you can really relate to and learn from. Um, the third aspect of Market Beautifully is the academy, and this is where my the co-founder of Market Beautifully, Becca, and I teach uh, female business owners Uh, all about how to get results in a quicker way. We show you step-by-step processes, all that stuff. It's super great and a lot of, we have a lot of great testimonials, people that have benefited from it. So I'm just really excited to dive in and really push the brand market beautifully now. Okay, now let's get into the real reason why you're listening to this podcast. And that's all about conquering the Pinterest smart feed and making the pins that you pin more popular. So Pinterest is a prettier, more visual version of Google. Um, I'm sure you know that. I know a lot of people, they're using their Pinterest as just something to repin those pretty images to, or repin those blog posts that they read for later. But you can be so much more strategic with Pinterest than this. And the reason why I love Pinterest is that your pins can get popular all over again, a year later, unlike a tweet where it gets buried within the span of a day or a week, Or let's say Instagram, like once you post a post on Instagram, you know, about two weeks later, no one's really going to scroll through and read that post. I mean, a few are, but not near as much as where if someone stumbles across your pen a year later, well, it can get repinned, I mean, 30 more times and be seen by that many more people. So it's amazing to me uh, the power of Pinterest in that regard. Visually powerful pens also perform better and this is something that I can control and you can control as a business owner Um, Unlike other platforms for example on Facebook to perform better you have to play Pay. (laughs) I'm sorry you do have to pay to play So I guess you do have to play before we jump into conquering the Pinterest smart Feed, I wanted to go over just a few things beforehand Um, Just having a Pinterest business account is really important. So I wanted to make sure that uh, you have a you are using a business account, not a personal Pinterest account, because if you're not using a business Pinterest account, then you're missing out on tons of cool features and an analytics dashboard that I love to use. Um, so I wrote a blog post all about switching from a personal to a business Pinterest account in the quickest way possible. I'll definitely make sure to link this in the show notes. So to get to the show notes, just go to marketbeautifully.com slash 001 and you can go view it there. Second thing is rich pins. So if you have no idea what rich pins are, don't worry. I will also link a post uh, that thoroughly explains what they are and why they're important. I'll also link a post on how to set rich pins up. Uh, it's a step-by-step direction, super easy. I wrote two blog posts about this. Just go to the show notes, uh, marketbeautifully.com 001. Okay, <laughs> let's get into conquering the Pinterest smart feed now and making your pins popular. Everyone likes a few popularity points, and most everyone likes Pinterest. If you don't like Pinterest or use Pinterest for your business, that's crazy to me, but it's okay. There are definitely a lot of awesome platforms out there, but I love using Pinterest for my business. It has been such a great tool and platform for me to use because this search engine driven platform is just incredible for not only everyday users, but businesses and blogs like mine and yours. Pinterest introduced a smart feed in the fall of 2014, though, and everyone went a tad crazy. (laughs) I feel like a lot of social media platforms now are introducing all these algorithms, like Instagram. I believe it was like last year they introduced their algorithm. Um, Facebook, oh, Facebook just keeps making their algorithm more intense, so they're just all popping up out of nowhere. But in the fall of 2014, Pinterest introduced theirs. Although many have now adjusted, there are some cool tricks that you may haven't thought about uh, before that could gain you some more popularity points with Pinterest. (laughs) So basically, the popular kids of Pinterest get seen more. But it's really just about making sure that Pinterest knows that you're popular. If Pinterest deems you as a high quality, consistent user, then you are the golden child and you get your way. (laughs) So our goal is to be popular and rack up favor and brownie points with Pinterest uh, because conquering the smart feed and being popular does not have to be hard. Um, It may seem a little intimidating at first, but we're gonna break this down into 10 easy steps. So number one, You just have to tell Pinterest you're popular. Like, seriously, just tell them. (laughs) Um, If Pinterest doesn't believe you, they're crazy. But if you're only getting one repin on some of your pins, that's harming your popularity case a little bit. So, there's actually a trick that I do now that has helped a lot. At first, even whenever I had only like 500 to 600 followers, my repin rate was fairly low because my followers were mainly people interested in fashion because I used to run a fashion blog. So, they were interested in blogging and business tips, which is what I primarily uh, pin now. It has taken months for my Pinterest account to catch up and tons of consistent activity on my part. But when I heard of this trick, I just had a really good feeling that it would solve this dilemma and it did. (laughs) So, repinning your own pins is kind of like fangirling over your own content, but it works. (laughs) Um, So, I'll use myself for an example. I have a blog post out there with an image on that blog post that's all about the 17 uh, silly SEO myths that we should giggle over right now. So I pinned that image to my MaraBerks.com Pinterest board. And then what I'm gonna do after I pin that to that board, I repin that same pin to my SEO board. And then I'll repin that pin to my digital marketing board and then I'll repin it to all the boards that it applies to. So before you know it, that one pin that I just pinned to my MaraBurks.com Pinterest board is now on several of my boards and that pin shows that it has three to four repins already in a few seconds. So Pinterest sees this and it doesn't quite catch on that it's you repinning your own stuff, but it shows that your pin has already gotten repinned three to four times. So your pin is shown more because of that. Um, This gets the popularity ball rolling, and it only takes a few seconds, so definitely worth trying out. Uh, This is the number one tip that people typically aren't doing uh, right now, so (laughs) I wanted to mention that first right off the bat. Okay, so the second tip is deleting low-performing pens. If some of your pens aren't doing too hot after five to seven days, just go ahead and delete them. It may sound insane, It did to me at first, but when I started doing this, I was actually seeing my usual number of repins, which was around 1 to 5, become quickly over 5 repins, and some of my pins were over 50. It was so hard to believe when I first saw this take off, but deleting those low-performing pins really does help because, we're going back to point number one, it makes you look more popular when you're basically getting rid of all of the reasons that your Pinterest account is unpopular or deemed that way Um, it really helps so three is delete low-performing boards yeah, if the entire board isn't doing well, then maybe it's time to let it go. <laughs> Same concept that surrounds the low-performing pin idea, but with boards instead. Your board may not be performing well because it is not within your target audience's interest, which means you should just keep it as a secret board or just delete it entirely. Um, sometimes people hate deleting their boards because it's a little too permanent for them. Totally get it. If the sound of deleting a Pinterest board of yours sounds just awful (laughs) then just turn it the settings and switch it over to secret no big deal that way you still have that board but it won't harm your popularity rank on pinterest being consistent with your pinterest account is very important one of the most important factors in my opinion so pinning a consistent amount of pins each day is crucial when it comes to being a popular pinterest user if you are as insanely busy as i am every day like I used to work 12 to 13 hour workdays. It was insane. That was also a year ago, but still, <laughs> it's really hard to keep up a consistent Pinterest account when you're working so much. And as a business owner, we juggle so many things. So it's it's almost like adding another thing to your day is, is just too much. But if you don't have time to sit on Pinterest every day and making sure you're pinning a specific number of pins, it's okay. You need to invest in a pin scheduler or a pin looper because it is a living miracle. Um, I use Board Booster. There is one called Tailwind that I've heard amazing things about as well. I used to use it. But finding a tool that makes you consistent or just taking the time out of your day and being consistent yourself, it makes a world of difference. Five is repin quality. Don't focus on quantity. Quality trumps quantity any day. If you have a crazy number of pins that have broken links or don't look attractive, then your account is harmed in the process. Repin pins that coincide with your brand. You would never wanna post something on your blog that is below 200 words and has an awful picture attached to it. That would look horrible (laughs) and people would think of your site poorly afterwards so please don't do this to your Pinterest account. Be strategic about what you repin. Don't just repin whatever you feel like just because you want to meet that certain um, daily Pinterest pin goal at the end of the day. It's definitely not worth it. Just focus on repinning those quality pins. Number six is saving your pin image file names strategically. Um, Is there a keyword that may go perfect with your pin? So for example um, this podcast right now. Let's say I pinned the image from this podcast and I'm going to name the image file pinterest-smart-feed.jpg, right? I'm not going to name it image01.jpg or just a random number.jpg. I'm not going to do that because the key purpose of this post needs to be in my file name that helps out with Pinterest SEO it also helps out with just SEO for Google in general so you're basically knocking out two birds with one stone efficiency is always awesome so make sure you're pinning or well not pinning I mean you should be pinning correct file names but also um, make sure that you are saving your images with the correct file names. Also use keywords in the pin description. So not only do you need to be using keywords in your image file names, but make sure that you're using keywords in that description of each pin. This does take a little bit more time and that's a task that I honestly fall short of I try to manage everything in one day, but you know, sometimes little details like this do get missed, but it is very important and I do realize the difference between a keyword a pin description versus a pin that doesn't have keywords in their description It's definitely a big difference if you A, B, split test it. I mean, people have done research on it. I agree. It's great. It's fabulous. I think everyone should do it. (laughs) But it is a task that you do have to add on your checklist whenever you are pinning something to a blog post. But it's definitely worth just putting on your checklist. So whenever you are including these keywords in your pin description, include keywords within um, the description that make sure... That those phrases within your first paragraph of your blog post uh, just make sure those phrases compel your readers to save the pen so what the pen is about like whatever the pen is leading you to that blog post or that website make sure that that's in the pen description as well as a call to action so save the pen to read for later or another call to action like Uh, a free download inside, click the link, something like that, just make sure uh, to include one sentence that compels your readers to go save the pen, click the link, etc. And again, I'm not the best example of that. I feel like I'm preaching a sermon that I should be preaching at myself, (laughs) but just because I fall short of this, I didn't want to not include it because it is important. So eight is, do you have a business account? I know we talked about this earlier, but I wanted to bring it up again because If you don't you totally should Um, if you do three claps for you awesome you go girl but having a pinterest business account opens up access to a variety of cool features that you seriously do not want to miss out on so again like i said before just go to marketbeautifully.com slash zero zero one and i have the blog post linked in the show notes on how to switch from a personal to a business pinterest account um step by step super easy it's a really awesome tutorial so If you don't have a business account, go get one. Okay, so you have to be using rich pens. Rich pens are a feature that you get access to once you own a Pinterest business account. If you want to set up rich pens or have that tutorial or just want to know more about rich pens, I have the links in the show notes as well. Uh, Rich pens are cool. Be cool. They're awesome please use them. Um, Just like a, a super quick explanation of rich pens before I move on to the last point of conquering the smart feed. Have you ever scrolled down on your feed and saw favicons, the little icons from the website on their pen? That's what a rich pen is. A pretty basic definition, but that's how you know people have rich pins set up. So if someone pinned an image from your website, your favicon or your icon from your website would show up. That way people know, oh, that's from Market Beautifully Podcast, or oh, that's from marbrooks.com, or oh, that's from whatever your business is. Um, That's how people differentiate what pins are pinned from whatever account they're pinned from. (laughs) Okay, so last point of conquering your Pinterest smart feed, organize your boards according to your niche who's your target audience what the heck are they interested in and what's a topic that you dive into all the time on your blog is it fashion lifestyle uh diy kiddos i mean what is it um if so like whatever topic you come up with that your niche is really interested in, gear your Pinterest boards and content towards that one area. So let's just have it a quick example. Let's say I'm a photographer. Um, I'm a female photographer that owns a wedding photography business. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a board on Lightroom tips, Photoshop tips, Lightroom presets, let's say uh, wedding inspiration, I'm going to talk about venue inspiration, I'm gonna have a board about uh, wedding tips, how to make your wedding easier, stuff like that. Um, Basically, what is your target audience interested in? You're gonna create boards around that, as well as boards that show that you're a leader in your industry. So that's where the Lightroom tips, the Photoshop tips, the Lightroom presets comes in, um, as well as make sure that you have a board specifically for your website, of course. But those are the boards that show that you're a leader in your industry. And then the other half is the boards that Uh, Appeal to your target audience like those wedding tips, wedding photography inspiration, uh, stuff like that. So just by organizing your boards according to what your audience is interested in, this attracts the right people to your Pinterest account, which means that you get more uh, lovely footsteps to your Pinterest profile, uh, seeing your description in that link and following all your boards so that uh, all those pins show up in their feed the next time they're on Pinterest, which is awesome. So if you are at all interested in business, marketing, or social media tips, if you're a female business owner, which I assume you are because you're listening to this podcast, feel free to go follow me on Pinterest. You can go to pinterest.com slash Mara Burks, which is M-A-R-A-B-U-R-K-E-S. And I'll also leave a link in the show notes to my Pinterest account. I'll be creating a Pinterest board just for podcast episodes. So if you want to repin some of these podcast episodes so that you can listen to them later or download later, please feel free to do that. I would love, 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 love that so much. So let's just get connected. Um, before you leave though, I do have six pin it buttons for you to download. So having a button on your website uh, that whenever people hover over an image on your website, a little pin it button appears. Once they click it, it immediately goes to Pinterest so that they can pin that image to whatever board they want to pin it on. Well, I'm giving away six free pin it buttons for you. So it's super easy. I'll deliver them straight to your inbox. Um, all you have to do is go to marlaborgs.com pin it button. It's all one word, just pin it button. That's it. <laughs> super easy. I would love if you grabbed those. Um, hopefully they'll help you out. Um, if you're on WordPress, you can easily install this image with the jQuery uh, pin it plugin. I'll make sure to link that in the show notes. If you have Pinterest, it's a really great way to install a pin it button on your website. A lot of people that I know use it. I use it. It's fabulous. So I'll make sure to link that plugin. It's totally free as well in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening to the first episode of the Market Beautifully podcast. I'm so thankful you're here and if you have any feedback or if you want to uh, learn more about a certain topic in the online marketing or social media realm, please go to marketbeautifullypodcast.com slash contact or just email me directly at design at I would love to hear from you um, exactly what you're thinking about this podcast, um, any ideas that you have. This podcast is for you. You're my friend, so I would love to provide content that you want to listen to. Thanks again, and as always, mark it beautifully.